serve it up to the whiskey run dry Take your sugar and take your sweets. And welcome, everybody, to the Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with David and Connor. David Sterling, Connor Ennis. I'm Tony Pervenanzi. Uh, Dave Stevens is working today. He really technically has been working today, guys. He is is out in Michigan uh, at a plant doing some setup. And when he goes out to these jobs, he works like seven days a week, uh, 10 hours a day. To get this shit set up. So he is working. He did get off. He did send us a text saying he might be available for the last half of this podcast. We'll see. Not going to hold my breath. You know, he can miss a day or two or whatever. Um, David is back from his extended extended break. Yeah. How uh, long have I been out? I think it's been like uh, three or four, three or four weeks. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I don't think I've since I've come back. I don't think I've done a show with oh. you yet. Oh. And no, we still. No. And I and think I was out before that even. Yeah, you were. And we still now don't have the gang all back together because Dave's not on this damn podcast this week. So if Dave does join That's us, true. we'll finally be back together for the first time in a long time. So yeah. there you go. Um, Guys, uh, I had an interesting weekend. Uh, we have a thing up here in Otsego called Otsego Prairie Fest. It is the local like town festival. Now, unlike most big towns we only have it for one day it's a one day affair we pack it all in in one saturday we have a car show we have a little like uh, uh vendors come out and they have their little booths you walk around the park they have a beer tent they got bags tournaments all this rigmarole and they fireworks and whatever but they have a petting zoo too um but i when i the the, the worst thing about it is i go every year and our representative from our area is always there his name is Eric Lasiro. David Sterling probably knows who this guy is. Um, he's a he's a kind of a whack job. He is a representative. I don't understand why we keep voting this guy in. And of course, he was out there yesterday, and I would not walk past him because I was like, I'm not I'm not going close. I would send said bad things to him. I didn't want to get in an argument with him. I'd had a couple beers at that point. It's like, yeah, let's not do this. Uh, but his wife was giving out uh, uh, beads to the kids. And I found my youngest daughter later, and she had some beads. I'm like, where'd you get those beads from? She said, well, I got them from this nice lady. I said, was, he ne- was she next to the lady, the, like next to the guy wearing the hat? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that guy. I said, give me those beads. I took those beads and I chucked them, guys. I chucked them away. I threw them away. <laughs> like, we don't take beads from Eric Lasiro or his <clears throat> family. No. We're not like that, his family. So... I hate to get a political rap back, guys, but oh. I just can't stand the guy. Way to um, lay down the law there, Tony. I just can't stand the guy. But, yeah, you know, I don't remember much about him, but I, I remember his, his name. I think I've seen stuff on Twitter mm-hmm. or X. Yeah, I've never heard of him. So I don't he know posts a name. lot of stupid shit on X, and it's just ridiculous shit. It's just so stupid. And he always posts stuff about Minneapolis. I'm like, dude, you don't live in Minneapolis. You live up here. You want to post stuff, post stuff about here, not Minneapolis. Here. Otsego, Elk River, Rogers, this area up here. You know? But he doesn't give a shit. So what is he? What is he's your he's your congressman? Or? For the state for the in the Minnesota state legislator. Legislation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he's gotcha. that guy. Yeah. I hope he doesn't become a congressman to go to Washington, because I I'd, I'd, I'd probably leave Otsego at that point. 
That'd be crazy. Right. <laughs> That'd be like being represented by Bobert and uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, seriously, yeah. it'd be that well, stupid. Bobert's got well, her own problems. Let's not nowadays, talk. So, let's not talk about. Yeah. Let's not talk about the the handsy groping of her partner at the damn right. uh, Beetlejuice freaking thing and the vaping and the whole thing. Let's right. not get political. I just had to do that because it's our thing. But um, so that's that was my weekend. Um, terrible weekend for Minnesota sports guys. Um, Vikings lost. You guys don't give a shit. Your Packers lost, which you guys do give a shit about. Um, the uh, the loons. Everybody knows the loons lost. We'll get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the golfers lost. The golfers lost. Yeah. So everybody, everybody, everything's going to shit. The Twins were the only team that really did anything this weekend. So. Um, Badgers yeah, won. Sh- yeah. Badgers, Badgers, right. yeah. Badgers, Badgers, Badgers got the win over Georgia Southern of all teams, so that was nice. Georgia Southern, well, nice. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, so it's been a bad weekend all around for sports in general. Um, yeah. none of none of us here are wearing any type of loons gear, probably for the first time ever on this podcast, because we're so disgusted by what happened yesterday. Um, uh, David, you were in Disney World last weekend. For your birthday, well, yeah, yeah. So once again, happy birthday! I know he sent you a text, but happy birthday! Uh, what are you now like? What are you forty two? Forty three. Forty three. Oh, forty three. Yeah. Wow. Happy birthday, man! Well, nice. happy belated birthday, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Um, now, did you? We saw that you you had sent us a text, and uh, I don't know if Connor was. I don't know if Connor was on this text. Did you send it to our group or to the other group? I think you sent it to the other group, didn't you, David? I don't remember sending a text yeah. i don't remember <laughs> getting a text so he sent a text he t- sent a text to the group that has like me and johnny and nels and dave on it uh, uh but he was at nice. the he was at the star wars area getting some <clears throat> uh food at the dock whatever the heck it was and um yeah and That's i saw the price the price of your specialty drink that you got david how much was it again like 18 dollars yeah 17 18 something like that so what was the specialty drink then? Don't ask me that question. I don't remember. Yeah, um, it was it was um green, right? I think. Well wait, maybe I can scroll here and find it. Um it was called the Tacodana Quencher. And oh, it's, it's green. Mm-hmm. And um it's Bacardi Dragon Berry Rum, Blue Caracao, Simply Orange and Pineapple, and Kiwi. Jesus. Damn. Now, yeah. um, it was tasty. I mean, My bad. it better Sounds be for tasty. $18. Yeah. That's uh, there you oh, go. Yeah. They had their food there. there. They had their food yeah, there. And they put, it in a pla- they put an $18 drink in a plastic cup for you? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. They, they don't do anything not plastic in Disney. Okay. Because, I suppose know. that's smart. I suppose that's a smart thing to do. But yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, my question was, and I don't think you never you never answered it, but I know you're you were going to answer with no. You didn't build your lightsaber this time again. I didn't. No. Yeah. Uh, I saw I, how much is enough. One's enough. I saw you know I saw you know they're 200, 250 bucks to build it. I yeah. would love to build yeah. my own lightsaber. Uh, Two hundred fifty I mean, bucks is most expensive. But... Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people have asked me. It's a, it's a really, if if you're a Star Wars geek, it's a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not terribly useful once you do it. 
you know, right. we just kind of have it sitting around. Um, but it's, it's definitely, it's fun. You know, I mean, if you want to, um, waste $150 and spend a hundred dollars, um, that's kind of how I look at it. It's definitely worth a hundred bucks, maybe 150 bucks after that. It starts, you know, your priorities have to be in the right place. Um, right. Yeah, but yeah, like, it's, it's I, a am cool a I am a Star Wars geek, but I don't think I could justify spending two hundred fifty bucks on that. That's sure. too much. Well, yeah. I would if it could cut through like metal doors, like on the uh, like on the movies well, when they cut through the sure, doors. That'd yeah. be cool. But yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah. let's build those because that would just be yeah. dangerous. Yeah, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, it'd be a liability. I feel like the know. the roller coasters would have many more accidents with those. Yeah, you know, actually speaking of rides though. Um, we had the craziest experience. I've never had this anywhere I've ever gone. Fair Disney. You know, I think this is our sixth time to Disney. Never had anything remotely like this. Um, my daughter and I were going to go on the uh, Millennium Falcon uh, ride, which is you sit in the Millennium Falcon cockpit and it's this huge screen and it's three-dimensional and it, it's outrageously in your face. Um crazy all over the place uh, very cool ride we were about 10 feet from the door to get in and all of a sudden <clears throat> the staff came out and they ushered us away they're like you have to leave like everyone ushered everyone away you have to leave immediately we're evacuating the ride now you know this rides shut down all the time in the middle of the day right it just right. happens <clears throat> but this was like straight up evacuation we were taken down this random hallway and by the time we got out the fire lights were flashing and it wasn't like buzzing though it was like a it was like a beep sound like it was weird they took us out back down behind the ride so we're backstage basically <clears throat> ushered us back around through doors so we were back out to the, the main courtyard and we were sitting there uh, Sarah and my son were sitting there waiting for us. They're like, what's going on? Because we just saw everybody get ushered up. And it, we're like, I don't know. And so we're sitting there waiting, just kind of waiting for everything. And all of a sudden, this whole row of staff members comes out, creates this chain, and says, you guys, they're pointing to us and a bunch of like, I don't know, 25 other people. They're like, you guys need to leave this area and go way over there. And so what? they like shut the entire area down. It wasn't just the ride. So I have no idea. There was never anything about it. Um, the ride was shut down for a while that day, that evening, I should say. Never heard anything about what happened, but that was that was Weird. not normal. No, we did. Did we not have a story a couple of weeks ago about the guy who pooped all over the plane? Did we talk oh, about yeah. this on this podcast? Was that guy at Disney World? Was that guy there? Uh, Did he have a little accident? Uh, maybe. I mean, it must maybe. be crazy toxic shit. It's all yeah. I know. Yeah. I I would I would guess that either they had a. I would think they had something like a or... yeah a gas leak or something a maybe gas or, leak or something yeah yeah, yeah. If, if you're leave if they're making you leave the whole area I would think that yeah. that it's something like that. Yeah. Did you ever see the? Did you ever see the people who were in the ride? Did they ever come out? <laughs> no. I guess I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> this is, 
This is a mystery to me, then. Hanging yeah. up upside down for like two hours or something like that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe. Maybe some old guy died. Well, you know, maybe it was like a significant health emergency. Yeah, I don't know. It yeah, could have been. been yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Holy shit! I was yeah. about to. I was, I was. I was thinking you were gonna say like the ride like shut down while you were halfway through and you guys were stuck there for a couple hours. But no, yeah, that would have been interesting too. But that's crazy. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, but you had but you had a good birthday at Disney World, right? I mean, you were. Yeah, you, you know, we went to. Uh, Magic Kingdom on my birthday. We went to Magic Kingdom in the morning because mm-hmm. you have to with kids. Um, and then we went to Epcot in the evening, afternoon, evening. And so, you know, I had plenty to drink at Epcot. That was I bet you did. It was a good way, good celebrate, good way to celebrate. What is kind of are you drinking beer at Epcot? What kind of beers are you drinking? You know, I didn't drink much beer. I had only had one. Um I just did cocktails otherwise. Um, but I did have a German fast beer um, from, I can't say the brewery, Vi, Vi Hansteiner, I think is what it Vi Hansteiner, I can't remember. Um, but it was their fast beer. It was there only for the food and wine festival. Um, mm-hmm. Very good. I had this German dish that i am also not going to try to pronounce um that was fantastic um yeah uh, i had a double gin and tonic i had a, another i had margarita i had mm-hmm. a lot yeah so you got drunk pretty much i mean that's what you did yeah yeah not quite okay. not quite drunk but well, i was not quite you were i was you were there. i was tipsy yeah yeah you were there Brother, great. I was feeling good about being there. Well, David, glad to have you back on the podcast once again. We missed you these past couple weeks. Um, Connor, would you do anything fun this weekend? Do you have any crazy oh, shit going on this weekend? Um, so I, uh, I spent most of the weekend with my son. My my wife was at a wedding on Saturday. Um, I had to take my son to get his hair cut for like the fourth time. So, uh, yeah, he uh. And this was the first time, usually he's very good at sitting through haircuts, but he, this time, the from the moment they put the cape on him, he cried for the entire thing. Did not stop. Um, the good news is he also sat still the entire time. So that's, uh, that made it a little easier to get through. Uh, and his hair looks great now. He has a, a nice big boy haircut. Um, and But uh, then we just, yeah, we hung out for, uh, we hung out for the day and then, uh, when he went down last night, I watched the United game, and then this morning I dropped him off uh, with Laura for a play date, and um, then uh, just did some house cleaning and watched the Packer game. And nice, and yeah. So it was a pretty low key weekend. Uh, Tony, I, I enjoyed seeing you on Wednesday night on I was gonna, uh, in Monticello. There, I was going to mention that uh, Beef O'Brady's. At least uh, Beef O'Brady's. Connor, that's right. Yeah, Connor sent out a little text to me and said, "Hey." I'm doing some uh, substitute trivia up at Beef O'Brady's in Monticello. Come on out. So I told my wife, found out about it on Facebook because you posted it on Facebook. She's like, let's go. So I went up there and had a good time with Connor and uh, listened to him do some uh, trivia. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. The, the thing is that like with uh, Beef O'Brady's is that their Wi-Fi sucks. So I, I had a, uh, usually I can plan, usually when I, I plan out, I plan out the show actually uh, about a couple hours beforehand. 
And um, then when I get, then usually when I do trivia, I get there and I have my playlist ready to go. I have my, uh, I have all my supplies ready and everything, but uh, there, the Wi-Fi wasn't there. And I had, so I had no idea that uh, I would have had to download all the Google sheets and stuff and the yeah. Google uh, PowerPoint, which luckily I did download the, the trivia PowerPoint ahead of time. So I was able to do the trivia that night. Uh, but no. I had to basically create my own spreadsheet on uh, on Excel and and track the trivia that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, usually when I when I do trivia, I do trivia every Tuesday night at Stanley's in Northeast Minneapolis as well. And uh, I can I can usually just access the access the internet and it'll work just fine. But not so well out Which, there. It sucks that you. Well, this is I mean you know Dave and I and Johnny and another friend of ours used to live in Northeast and we went to Stanley's a couple times. But Jiminy Christmas, I'd be there every Tuesday night if I lived in Northeast, man. Fun yeah, times, fun times. It is, it is fun times, and you get some mm -hmm. some pretty cool characters out in Stanley's, and I'll be there again this Tuesday. So there you go. Um, yeah. Well, if you ever, guys, if you're in Northeast Minneapolis, you know, if you want to see some trivia, go see Connor at Stanley's Northeast. And, yep, uh, trivia will start at eight p.m. and uh, probably be done around ten. So I'll be, I'll probably yeah. get there at around seven thirty. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, um, so uh, before we get into beers, guys, I just want to do a quick thing. Uh, EA Sports, of course, everybody knows that FIFA is no longer, it's not named FIFA anymore because they couldn't come up with their contract with EA Sports. The video so game now called, about, right? The video game, yes. Yeah. So now it's I mean, called... No one would care if FIFA was gone. <laughs> guys, breaking news, FIFA's fucking gone. It's all paying the money. FIFA's gone. EA Sports has taken over as the governing yeah. body of world EA soccer. <laughs> right. Uh, it's now called EA Sports uh, Football Club 24 or FC 24. Came with their MLS ratings, just the top ratings. They haven't done all the teams yet, uh, but they're giving us, I think, the top 20 and uh, top 24, I should say, because it's FIFA 24. <laughs> no surprise here, guys. Number one is Messi, and he's ranked at a, he's a 90 overall. Uh, but the top three guys on this list, guys are all playing for uh, Barca Miami. Uh, you have yep. all but an 83, and you got uh, Sergei Busquets at an 83. So the top three guys all play for Miami. Uh, but the crazy thing is we have a top 10 player on our team. Coming at number 10, Emmanuel Reynoso oh. at 79. So of course. there it is. Emmanuel Reynoso is really pretty good. He is the only guy from the Loons in the top 24. Um, which isn't surprising. Uh, we really don't have anybody else I would think would be that great <laughs> on a FIFA game or EA Sports game, I should say. Uh, but you look at it, it's like uh, he's a top midfielder on this game. Uh, Hani Mukhtar is ranked one point ahead of him, but everybody else is right around. You got Almada at 79, you got uh, Gil at uh, 79 from New England. So, yeah, he's right up there. So, I'm just interested to see what his stats are. I think the loons came out with their, they had like a little thing preview of what everybody else's stats. Some of the other Pookie was like a 72. Uh, He's a 75. It looks like 75. 75. Yeah. yeah. Dotson was somewhere. It's yeah. So, but uh, we'll see all those different stats come out, trickle out as the game's coming. I think it comes out next weekend, which sucks. Cause I'm going to be leaving next weekend. So I'll be able to play it till I get back from London. So, 
All right, let's talk about beers, guys, because we're all drinking tonight. It is Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to go first because it's been such a bad fucking weekend for sports that I went back in my fridge and found uh, one last beer of something I got a couple months or probably like three or four months ago from my my sister-in-law. It is from Lupulin Brewing. It is their Wobbly Walrus. Which is their, oh, okay. um, yeah, it's a what is it? Triple India Pale Ale. Ooh, and this bad boy, like I said, comes in at ten percent. So yeah, uh, a triple, yeah, triple will do that. I'm doing it up tonight. I've talked about this before. It is you can taste the alcohol in this bad boy. I mean, it, it goes down smooth, but you get a like little bit of alcohol aftertaste, and you know it. So uh, you taste a little citrus in there. Um, and it's, it's fantastic if you just want to get a little buzz going in one beer. So, so where was my invite to the party you're clearly hosting right now? Well, sorry, Connor, it's Sunday night, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, school night, you know? Oh, school night. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to do, <clears throat> I was going to do the uh, <clears throat> THC drink I have from uh, Minnesota cider, Minneapolis cider company. Um, I think I'm gonna hold off on that one till next Sunday. So next Sunday, probably I'm 90% certain be the first time that we I do a anybody here does a THC drink on this podcast. So yes. we'll see how I do with that. So it's only five milligrams, but I haven't had pot in such a long time. It'll probably hit me really hard. So anywho, uh David, what do you got from the land of Florida tonight? Um, so I have a new beer on tap in my half-built bar, um, and this is the Everhaze, as you guys can see, it's well, quite haze. Um, yeah. It is a 7% Citra Cashmere Amarillo, no idea what the IBU is, um, I was looking around for it. Um, it is from maybe one of the more fun brewery names I've seen down here, Tripping Animals Brewery. Tripping <laughs> Animals. <laughs> um, out of, I believe it's Doral. Um, yeah, Doral, Florida. Yep, and that's or Miami. So, um, take a look at the. Uh, can whenever you get a chance just google it it's a big gator um great it's a really good beer um i it's you know being amarillo citra cashmere it's obviously very uh tropically citrus um i just think that it's probably pretty smooth for the ibus that it is um that's why i wish i could find that information um but yeah it's very smooth uh, very citrusy um i i feel like there's maybe some grapefruit maybe a little orange in there um it's just really good uh can't complain it's a good one to have nice. on tap to just go get whatever i feel like it all right, man. Well, great. You have it on your you got it on your tap and your bar, so you can just drink it whenever you want to. That's fantastic. 
I'd have problems if I had a tap in my bar. Let me tell you, I'd just be there all the time, be like, okay, fill it up again. Let's go. Fill it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I fought myself like right now, I have three beers on tap. Mm-hmm. And nice. there have been, yeah, there have been afternoons. I mean, cause you know, it's, it's self for So it's hot. Like, I've walked yeah. to get, get my daughter. It's heating to see of 105 plus. You get back at like almost four and it's like tap. <laughs> so yeah, I've fought myself. I, I'm, I've done pretty well at doing only two a night, but um, nice. there have nice. been a few days that it's hit four. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Well, great. Uh, Connor, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I went with a, a classic uh, brewery that we all know and love uh, in Castle Danger Brewery. And oh, uh, they're, as you guys know, they're up in two harbors up there. I didn't go with the cream ale. That's, I decided to go with the uh, honey raspberry wheat ale. It Ooh. is a fruited wheat ale. Uh, it's only 5.5, so I will not be getting as drunk as either of you guys. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's I've actually never had the wheat ale. I usually get the uh, the cream ale. Um, and there's the, uh, there's one more at uh, there's they say I think they have a, a Castle Danger place over at CHS Field that uh, I go to every time I'm there. And I know there's one more that I usually like to like to drink. I can't remember it for the life of me, though. But yeah, this is the honey raspberry wheat ale. And uh, it's it's a very light kind of just slightly slightly soury fruity uh beer um and uh yeah like i said it's only 5.5 so i'm i'm not uh, i'm not getting super drunk off of this and but uh oh fun fact about castle danger i still have not been up to their tap room i've never been there um so i've i really want to i i want to get up there one of these days because i know two harbors probably what like an hour past Duluth or so um, it's not even it's not even 30 30 okay. minutes 40 minutes not even gotcha. yeah. i always wanted to but i know it was a it was a little bit more up the coastline but um but yeah mm-hmm. that's definitely on my on my list because even in all my travels as a courier i never made it uh to the north uh the northeast of of duluth there great drive by the way great drive up there um you drive actually you can take there's two routes you can go you can take the highway route or you can take the scenic route and the scenic route's great. It's right along the coast. And in the fall, it's uh, Kelly and I, when we got married, we actually uh, did our honeymoon in Duluth and we went up to two harbors. And the scenery is fantastic in the fall. Yeah. Time, so, yeah, in the fall, we've, Lauren and I've made the drive up to Duluth a couple of times ourselves in the fall. And yeah, the, the mm-hmm. foliage is just awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, great. Great beers, guys. Uh, so since David and I are drinking a little heavier beers, we might get a little into this uh, next topic, which, of course, is the <laughs> Lewins game last night, guys, against SKC, the friendliest, friendliest rivalry in soccer. Um, yeah, I... So just... I wasn't there. So, so I wasn't there last night. Uh, it was a home game. Yeah. I wasn't there. But... Um, yeah. I got a text from my dad saying that it was an all around boring game. And I, I was, I was pretty. watching it and it was, it was pretty, I was watching it. It was pretty boring. And honestly, I lost I interest that. in part of it, but, uh, um, but yeah, it's, it just, I found myself not being entertained at all 
by the game no. on on both fronts, even like on both Sporting Kansas City and Minnesota, they were both not really getting anything going. Well, I there's one person I want to blame for this loss. It's uh, our friend Johnny because he was there with his wife and his mom, and I think his aunt was there too from okay. Germany. They I were all Johnny. there, and I I blame Johnny for this loss. No, I don't. Oh, I blame yeah, sorry, loss. No, sorry, I, I think Frank. that's fair. I think that's fair because he doesn't go that much. And then it, no. this time, when he does decide to go, he literally takes someone who's, you know, well, two people who are from Germany, um, yeah. who know know soccer uh, to yes. some extent better yeah. than ours. Um, yeah. And it, they had never obviously been to a game before, so we can we can blame a little bit. It's we blame. Um, well, if we're blaming Johnny a little bit, then we're going to blame somebody else a lot and that's gotta be adrian heath for whatever the fuck tactics he was trying to run in the first half of this game because honestly guys i don't know and i i I can't i I don't I, i can't comprehend why the fuck you're not attacking this team at home in your own stadium while yeah. you're playing so back and you're just like, well, ticky tacky, like it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. I didn't understand it. Yeah. You know, you know so it's interesting. I I wanted to avoid being overly negative. Uh I don't, I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna be. Please, please do. This is going to be a negative podcast. I hold, think. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you do with the original David Sterling who used to be on this podcast? He Where went to Disney, man. Yeah, Where'd right. he go? He went to Disney. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on my positive vibes of Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I think when Connor said that he ha- wasn't terribly entertained, um, which I agreed with, I feel like I've felt that way about this team for like the last, you know, basically the entire season. Like they get their results, right? They've been yeah. getting results lately. But honestly, it's not super entertaining. Like it's, it's very much sit back, absorb pressure, yeah. get on the counter. And we're not that great at the counter. I mean, we're good enough to get goals, but yeah. we're not like that great at it. So when we do it, it's not really overly pleasing to the eye. Um, I, I just feel like, I, I think maybe it's the it's a Heath out syndrome. Like I think I'm just growing tired of Adrian Heath, no. and I need yeah. something new. You know, because Tony, right, the tactics for a, a team, you know, a game against a arguably our rival mm-hmm. um, at home. You know, we can do a lot in terms of really solidifying our position in in the standings. And we just kind of come out super flat. I mean, that whole first, I would say 30 minutes, maybe not Mm -hmm. quite that much was just terrible. Um, And it, you know, I was, I've gotten really into the split screen on Apple TV. And so I had the loons, on the big screen and I had the brewers down in the corner. And, you know, I do that obviously because 
it's harder to follow soccer on a small screen, right? Yes. And so I'm watching it and I found myself drifting over to the Brewers game and just ignoring huge chunks of the Loons match. Mm -hmm. And I eventually actually stopped doing a split screen because I just found myself not even paying much attention to the the Loons. And it's just, that's not fun. It's not fun. I mean, you can make this this counterattack play attractive. You can, but you have to have a counter more than every you know, 10 minutes or something. I don't know. It's just, it just feels ugly. It, 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 it's not, yeah, it's not pleasing. No, it's, and let me, let me ask Connor this question because Connor is a season ticket holder and he goes to, well, not this year a lot, but you've been to a lot of games. Yep. Um, the home team in soccer, you, you, you get energy from the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. A game like a game like last night's game, right? Where you're not doing shit in the first 30, 45 minutes, and fans are just sitting on their hands. I yeah. don't care. I, I don't care about the supporters groups because those guys are always doing their shit. Yeah. I'm talking about 75% of the other part of the stadium. Fans who are there for reasons other than being a supporters groups, they're just sitting on their hands at this point. Yeah. And I mean, they're drinking their drinking their beers and getting more pissed off and pissed off and pissed off. Yeah. Connor, I mean, you've been there. I mean, you know, I mean, that's got to suck. It just sucks the life out of the stadium. It really does. Like the the supporter section does what they do, but, uh, but when it's really not that, not that high energy without the rest of the stadium joining in with the supporter section. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I can only imagine how just not, not much fun that, that my dad and uh, stepmom had at uh, the game last night. Um, so, uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm very glad I didn't go and like, and you know, David, to what you were saying, I found myself doing the same thing last night. I was playing FIFA on one screen and watching the game on the other. And I was, uh, you know, I, I, I think I watched the first 10 minutes of the second half and then just lost interest and, played FIFA for pretty much the rest. And then I turned, went back over to the, to the Lewins game just in time to see uh, the goal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't fun. It was, it, it's yeah. not. So like, here's, here's the thing about, uh, about the team who, about a team who plays like that, about a team with this kind of inconsistency and uh, in, in both their gameplay and their tactics, because, the thing is, where Minnesota is above the playoff line, or barely above the playoff line, but they're above the playoff line right now, so they can get results with uh, even with being that inconsistent. So I can only conclude that the Loons have the talent to be better, um, and they can really do. they can be they, they can be in the top four in in the team if they have the right coaching. And you know, Tony, you mentioned on the on the uh the text chain that this was our heath out podcast tonight um i have to agree with that because you know when you when you have that inconsistency in your tactics and you have inconsistent results uh when you're ending up finishing barely above the playoff line where you get into the first round of playoffs and then just go, come crashing out every year um that is only enough to keep your job for so long, in my opinion. Um, I I think that 
So I think that even this year, if if even if we make the playoffs and uh, we need to win at least a playoff game for Heath to have any hope of keeping his job. Uh, Connor, I got to disagree with you here, buddy. Unfortunately, the fact that we got so far in the league's cup, I got a feeling Uh, that they're like, oh, that was that was good. You know, we did good and we're going to make the playoffs this year. That's good, right? Well, I can only hope that the five no loss against Nashville would kind of offset that. Yeah, I'd hope so. But yeah. again, right. it just it it's all goes back to guys like what are we doing? No, it's a, it's a game we should have won, David. It's a it game is, we yeah. should have won. It, it, handle it's, it, it's handle true. it. I mean, hell, it's a game that we should have at the least drawn zero zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I at mean, the very least. Like, yeah. I mean, it's there was no reason for for us to lose this game. That's correct. I I think. When you look to Cotter's point, you know, when you look to the quality of the player, I agree with Connor. I think this team on paper, potentially on paper, has the ability to be, you know, fifth, sixth. I think they have a ceiling. They have a potential ceiling of being top four. Yeah. But you see how time and time again, Adrian Heath uses his players and you, you see a player like Bongi, who I have just railed on him over and over this season. And he still had very good games. Like he mm-hmm. he has these games where he shows up and he's incredibly bright. He's tactical. He's he's making numerous key passes. He's you know actually dribbling. Um, he's making just good passes in general, not necessarily key passes. Um, he's playing defensively like he usually does. And it, you see, well, obviously, if he can do that three games in the summer, that means he can do it more than three games. So why isn't he doing it more often? And I think it goes back to the tactics of the coach. You know, last night, he was terrible. He was maybe my worst player on the team. Um, I know some people would like to choose someone else because of his role in the scoreline. But I think, in general, if I had to just pick someone out of thin air, it would be Bongi. His his stats line were was awful. He gave up the ball a lot. He he just didn't seem like he was with it. And it that's that's not normal. You don't you can have inconsistent players, but you don't see huge swings like this where it's like he is belongs in MNUFC two, and then he is fantastic. Like that's just not normal. And I think that has, that has to go into tactics. And I think the, you know, Pookie has been another guy. Um, I think his quality, this since joining the team has to be again, a lot to do with Adrian Heath. If you look at the yeah. passing network mm-hmm. from this game last night, it's similar to all the other games. And it's similar to all the games before Pookie showed up where Someone in the midfield, and usually in this case, and most other cases since he returned to the team, Reynoso is playing above the forward. Yeah. And it's just, if yeah. you've got that type of forward, fantastic. But I don't think Pookie <laughs> wants to play like that. <clears throat> I don't think Luis Amarillo wanted to play like that. I don't think Menor yeah. Garcia wants to play like that. They want to be leading the attack, like up top. 
give me the ball. I'm going to make a run. Give me the ball. Um, and, it, you know, and I get it. None of them are exactly scoring goals right now. But it's still, you're not going to score goals if you're touching the ball 40 yards out and you're behind your 10 yeah. when you do it. It's just not going to happen. That's a tactic thing. Okay. And I, I've gotten ridiculed on X about standing up for Luis and saying that a lot of it's tactics, a lot of it's tactics. But time and time again, we see the exact same thing. Whether it was Christian Ramirez all the way back to then, whether it was Angela Rodriguez, whether it was, you know, fill in the blank. Whoever, yeah. They're playing deep. They're touching mm-hmm. great, get, getting possession deep. And you're not going to score goals and lead the attack when you're playing deep. Well, it's got to be a tactics thing or it would change. So it's, and that's not even a way to do a counterattack. Like that's, if you're going to do a counterattack, you want your forward, you want your striker way up, like speeding down the pitch to get there, to get on the end of that ball. That's not how you do it. It's not, and yet that's how we're doing it, and that's how we've been doing it. We saw a couple counters last night, guys, where Pookie was on the counter, and he doesn't have the speed that a guy like Minor Garcia has. That's true. So he's got to slow up. He's got to slow up and make another play before he gets tries to get the ball back. Yep. In a real good counter, he wouldn't need to do that. You know, He would, wouldn't even get the ball before he gets into the box and makes a play on the ball. Uh, Pookie did have one opportunity, guys, last night. Everybody knows it. Yep. Nice little pass. Uh, who was it? Uh, was it uh, Shradi or DJ Taylor? Who was it on the? I think you the... might be right. It might be oh, was it Shradi. Or, it... yeah. or was it Ray? I don't remember who it was, but it was a nice pass into him. He hits it. The goalie, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, I mean, the dude's like, Millie, who's like 37. It was like the senior circuit for goalies against uh, <laughs> our senior circuit, Pookie. Uh, made some nice save. That's the only opportunity that Pookie really had last night. That was it. I mean, that that was it. I mean, I, I I don't remember anything else that Pookie did in this game other than that that shot. And you know, um, and I I've softened my tone with him because he can't do anything because yeah. the tactics don't let him do anything. Right. Exactly. Well. Can we talk, guys? Can we go back to the lineup for this game? Because it's interesting to me that um, where was Tapias? Was Tapias on? Um, he was hurt. He's hurt, he isn't hurt. he? Yeah. Okay, he's hurt. Okay, yeah, Tapias is hurt. Thigh injury, okay. if I remember. Thigh injury. Okay. But the other funny thing is too. Okay, Will Trap doesn't play in the middle, which okay, give him some time off. But then Fragapani gets to start up front. Rosales doesn't start anywhere. And Rosales has had the hot hand the last month. So, yeah. what's going on there? You know, I mean, it could be just be another case of Adrian Heath trying to to shuffle the players. Yeah. It's it's uh, there's no reason for for Rosales to, to not be in that position. We talked about this even, kind of before he even came on this podcast. We used to talk about this that Heath likes to overthink things a lot. Yeah. Heath tries yeah. to outplay himself. He outplays himself sometimes. He like does like two moves ahead 
when he could just want one move and he'd be good to go or stay the same. He could be good to go. I'm wondering if this is the case of him outplaying himself with playing Fragapane up top when Rosales could have been there and, and made some, you know, made a difference. Well, yeah? you know, hell, you could have, you could have had Rosales play instead of Bristow. I mean, no, honestly, I mean, it, I, yeah, I think, I, I think Tony, you could be right on that. You know, it's Adrian Heath is trying to outthink SKC, you know, outthink Vermes mm-hmm. by picking a lineup that doesn't really make any sense. Like he, like he thinks he's going to trick Vermes into making a mistake. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't get it. I I, I think it's it's yeah. Adrian Heath. He always he tinkers to tinker, and it does. He, yeah. It doesn't. He, yeah. Yeah. The tinker to tinker thing that we've talked about before. Uh, it goes all the way back to twenty. Was it when we were in Atlanta, Atlanta? The Atlanta game with DQ not starting. Yeah. The whole thing. The yeah. tinkering to yeah. tinkering to tinker. It's like. Put your best players out there and let them go. Let them do their yeah. freaking thing. Yep. And, you know, I don't remember um, – I don't know, I should say, if this was accurate or not, but I, I seem to remember people saying that this was a problem with Adrian Ethan Orlando. Um, so I, I don't know that that's true because I didn't pay attention to Orlando when he was there. Um, but – I recall hearing that. So seeing what we've seen since he came to Minnesota seems logical. Is it the, the only thing you say about this game, guys, I think all of us agree it was disappointing, right? Frustrating, disappointing, a letdown, because this was a game that we should have had three points. Uh and we would have been I think we'd been pissed off about one point uh this far into the season against SKC. Yeah. Yeah, and we get nothing out of it. SKC gets three points, gets three points, and moves up the moves up the standings. Um, so I, I know there's a lot of angst on X, which is yeah, it's a weird thing to say. Uh, <laughs> angst on X uh, from people saying, "Well, it's this guy's fault. It's this guy's fault. It's this guy's fault." I heard Bristol is Bristol's fault. But a lot of people saying Bristol sucks. Bristol's terrible. I don't believe that. I think he's a great player. I think he made one mistake last night and that cost him a goal, but that's, we've seen that before from players. Um, I, How confident are you guys that they're going to be able to actually make the playoffs now after this game? After you saw what we well, saw last night. Just like last year, we're it's going to come down to decision day. Um, Probably. And, yeah. In Kansas City. In Kansas City, Connor. Yeah. In Kansas City. Yeah. And That's... who knows? It might even be end up being um in Kansas City for decision day. And it oh. might even come down to maybe we do make the playoffs, but we're going back to Kansas City for the for the playoff game. And uh and that's a loaded question, Tony. That's uh I, I think you uh I I think that nobody knows just how confident they can be that United will make the. I think we're all hopeful, but uh, um, I mean, it really could we're go hopeful. either way. It really could. 
We're hopeful every year, Connor. This is the problem. We're hopeful yeah. every year. <laughs> we, Except we well, get... not according to Bill McGuire, we're not. We, we don't go there to watch wins every single time. Remember that. No, no that's, that's right. Bill that's right. We just, we're there for the atmosphere, right? The atmosphere last oh. night probably sucked ass. That's yeah. the problem, you know. Yeah, you know, so, if if we look ahead, right, we have uh, six games left. Jeez, only six games left. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. We have, of those six games, we have three against teams that are above us. Mm-hmm. Two against, uh, well, literally the top two teams. Um, and then a... Uh, fourth game against Kansas City, which is obviously about the playoff line, um, with two games against LA um, Galaxy, who you know who knows who will show up there. Um, I don't. I think that's that's a challenge uh, to to make the playoffs. I think um, at LA, it, I don't care or at Galaxy. Let me say that. Um, I don't think that's it easy match, even though Galaxy aren't that great. Um, St. Louis, I don't care if it's at home. St. Louis is good. San Jose has been sneakily decent this year. Um, LAFC is LAFC, um, and it's on the road. I don't think that's going to be an easy match. And then Kansas City in Kansas City is not going to be an easy match. I I would say that I do not guarantee more than six points. I don't guarantee more than five points out of this last six games. Yeah, I mean, because you could see a draw with San Jose. You could see a draw in Kansas City. You could see, see a, a win draw in LA. You could see a win at home against the Galaxy, probably. But, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. Here's the. Here's the problem, guys. Uh, six points. Maybe. Last six points. Yeah. Last night's loss. So that's not three points we didn't get. That would have bumped us up into the fifth through seventh category here yep. in the playoffs, yep. and 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 within striking range actually of the second spot at LAFC. Right, we're only, we're going to be and three points behind them with yeah. a game in hand against yeah. um, San Jose, which is yeah. helpful. Yeah. So right now we're sitting 37th at the eighth spot. Now tonight, Austin and Portland are playing right now. Whoever wins that matchup, if there's a winner, the tie it doesn't matter. But if one one of those teams wins, they bump up into the ninth spot because goal, goal differential. We still have the advantage on both of them. So then they you have those two teams like kind of breathing down our necks. Plus you got Dallas SKC. I mean, even the Galaxy is kind of sitting there kind of in the weeds a little bit. Um, God, it, it, it seems like every year we talk about this. Every year we're talking about the fact that the next five, six games, whatever, are going to matter for this team. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes... that – sorry, Tony. Um, and we squeak it out sometimes. I mean, we do. Yeah. But... Yeah, you know, I, I think it's – some – the league I think may like – may like that it's a little bit more you know intrigue right but at some point as a fan base as a team as an ownership group don't you maybe want a season where i'll use use, uh, formula one racing because i'm wearing a formula one racing shirt right now don't you want a season 
like your Max Verstappen, who just goes hog wild and wins race after race after race after race after race. And at this point, with only like six races left, he's basically got the season tied up. He's got the championship essentially yeah. tied up. Don't yeah. you want yeah. a season where you're, you know, 30 games in and you're at 50 points where you could lose a couple games in the last few yeah. and it's not going to matter? Like, you can rest. You can rest your guys. Yeah, you can actually go on cruise control and just kind of like float through to the end of the season. Rest yeah. yourself, you know, get ready for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mm-hmm. you want that eventually? I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. You know, and for us, Tony, to be clear, if Austin wins tonight, they yeah. leapfrog us because they'll be tied in points and the first tiebreakers wins and they'll have more wins than us. Mm, yeah, so, that's right. So we drop down to ninth if Austin wins tonight. Mm-hmm. Which right. that's insane. I mean, <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about this this mm-hmm. many seasons into our history. We shouldn't be hoping that we stay above the playoff line after playing a team that's not as good as us. Wait, like we're I mean, Heath has been given everything he needs to have a great team, right? I mean, that's yeah. the yeah. point. He's He's basically been given the 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 keys to the kingdom and said, "Hey, get the guys you want to get," and he's done that. Yeah. Uh, where are the results, though? I, this is, and and usually I wouldn't say this because we did have a streak of how many games? Like was it uh, five, six, seven games? I think it was seven. With, yeah, seven yeah. games without a loss, right? Without a loss, right? Right. It's fantastic. It is, but you shouldn't shit the bed. Against a team like SKC, right. I could see I could have seen us shit in the bed against New England last week, and we did. Yeah. We came out, we got a tie out of that one, we got a draw out of that. But if you're going to shit the bed, shit the bed against a team that's higher than you in the standings and you know is better than you, don't shit the bed against a team like SKC, who's just been kind of floundering, kind of on yeah. the bottom all year. You know? Yeah, you know, it, I, it, I think that's. That's true. You know, you have a streak. I, I'll, I'll bring another sport into this. Baseball. Milwaukee Brewers are notorious for this. They go on a streak, four games, five-game win streak, and they tank. The moment they yeah. lose, they lose like three games in a row. And yes. it, it's usually against bad teams, too. That's what's even worse. Because you you get knocked down. And then you start playing to the level of whatever team you're playing. And that's the way Minnesota has always been. We go on a run at some point in the season. And then all of a sudden we hit a, we end, right? Because all runs end eventually. But we don't know how to mentally recover appropriately. And then we start just floundering like crazy. And yeah. that, to me, is on the manager. I, you know, totally. if I go back to the Brewers, yeah. I love Craig Council as a manager. He's got shortcomings. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a great manager in overall, but he's got some shortcomings, and I think that's one of them. Like, just the – he's not great at managing that mental – the mentality needed to play 162 games. It's the same thing with Adrian Heath. He's not capable 
of managing a team consistently to prepare them for when they're going to suck because eventually every team is going to have an off week. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to have an off week. And a lot of times those off weeks can be awful. Even if you're St. Louis or LAFC, you could just shit the bed against the worst team because it just is going to happen. But the good teams know how to recover. And it, they may not win the next week. Maybe they just draw the next week. But they know how to recover because their managers have that people manager managerial skill that allows them to help them through that recovery phase. Right. We don't we don't have that. We just don't. No. Um. Let's stop. Let's stop whining for a while. This has been Loon's Wine Line uh, on the Lunacy Podcast. We have uh, the new segment. Really gone. Loon's Wine we've Line. Really, Loon's Wine Line. We really like tanked into it here. We're all just upset about last night's loss, and I get it. Um, but we do have to make some predictions for next, both Wednesday and next Saturday. Uh, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll do that. Some soccer history and a funny story about the Great Wall of China when we come back. One uh, minute. And we're back from a little break, and we've been joined by Dave Stevens, who is uh, working in Michigan right now. So finally, finally, after weeks, the band is all back together. Four of us are back in the podcast for the first time in probably, shit, like two, three months. It's been crazy. Thrilled uh, to be here. Thrilled to be here. Thanks, yeah. Tony. Dave, you're working in you're working in Michigan right now. You're like uh, near Grand Rapids. Yeah, just uh, I'm actually staying in Grand Rapids, working about 15 minutes west of here, closer to the nice. lake. So nice area. It's a nice area, no doubt about it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I when I once I heard that the three of you were were on and available tonight, I I rushed back from the factory I was working at just 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 get back on this pod. I'm glad I made it. No, you did. You went somewhere before this. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? I know where I know where you went, Dave. Oh damn it. That's right. I know where you went. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have okay, you, you busted me. Yeah, I wouldn't have I went directly from the plant to Applebee's because you know to Applebee's. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had that's to get right. the unlimited bonus win. Dave, so no Dave has to go to Applebee's. Anytime he's anywhere else, you know, Applebee's, whatever. So damn it. It's fine. No, you, it's fine I busted. I, I want it. I, I was spoiled. I was like, look, I thought I was going to be working late tonight, quite frankly, like later yeah. in this. And turns yeah. out we were, we got out of there earlier. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to make it. No problem. Yeah. Time yeah. to even stop and maybe get a craft beer on the way back. But mm-hmm. no, my, well, my coworkers like, Hey, do you want to go have dinner? I'm like, sure. So I had to, I mean, Applebee's, okay. but, no. yeah. Hey. yeah. Um, as far as we're... chain restaurants go, it's, 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 you know, well, I know. it's fine. It's up there. We're explaining to everybody in the podcast before you, uh, when the podcast started that you were working, you might come on later, uh, that when you go out of town to do these jobs, you were working you know, Monday through potentially Sunday. You're working Typically. the whole thing to get these things set up to get this shit working, right? Yep. There's no yeah. like downtime for you. No, exactly. In fact, this, this I'm, without getting into too many details, this was like a modification or expansion of an existing plant. And so they have to take it down. And then as long as the system is down, they're losing money, you know, on, on production. So yeah, we got to get it turned around and back up as quick as possible. So we're not taking days off. No, usually not. And the other thing is if I was, you know, on a, a normal commissioning or normal job, you know, 
if I just took Saturday and Sunday off, well, then guess what? My trip's that much longer, Sounds even right. if that yeah. was an option. So, yeah, typically yeah. working every day. So, yeah. Well, good to have you on, Dave. Just so we get in back into the loons for a little bit here. Let's make some predictions, guys, because they have a game Sunday night, which I'm not sure if any of us will actually watch. David won't watch it because it's a 930 game. Oh, uh, Wednesday night? Our time. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah. Wednesday night. Uh, I'll probably be passed out by about the half of the first first half, probably about 15, 20 minutes in there. So, but it's against the LA Galaxy. It is in LA, of course. Uh, let's go around the horn here, guys. Uh, David, we'll start with you. LA Galaxy versus Minnesota. What's your prediction? Um, I think I think two 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 two. All right. Good one. Uh, Connor, what about you? You know, David, that's exactly what I was going to say, actually. I was going to say 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I think it's going to be a draw. I think that, that uh, Minnesota does not have good luck in, in L.A., even though we are the better team. Uh, we're having the better season this year. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stick with that. I think I'm, I, I agree with David, 2-2. Two, two. Huh? Dave, what about you? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be slightly more optimistic and uh, just looking at this one. I don't know what the I don't know what the whole vibe of the pot earlier in the podcast was, but it's it's, it's you don't tough. want you don't want you don't I want mean, to know. I mean it, <laughs> it's 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 know. positive and negative, right? I mean they we're just coming off no, a seven game coming off a seven game unbeaten streak. It's positively yeah. negative. Negative. Dave, it was Dave, it was a negative game last night, but Dave, all, overall, you weren't here to give positive uh, vibes. The rest of us were just but, negative. Bottom all line. You look at the last eight games. Okay, one loss in the last eight games for this team. Pretty good, pretty good stretch. Um, I don't think they've but so I, I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic. It's a, it's a, it's a, all these games are important. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna find a way. They've been good on the road. We've said that a hundred times, but they have been. So I don't think they're it's too daunting of a place. They have won in LA before. Um, and I think they can do it again. I think two one. I wanted to say two nil, but I'm going two one because it's boring. Um Dave brings up a good point about being good on the road this year and coming off this loss. That's, yeah. My hope is that Adrian Heath figures out that he needs to do something different this week to keep shit going. Um, I'm with Dave. I, I think a two to one win sounds nice. Now, that's just hope for me. That's just like, I wouldn't bet on it. That's just hoping that's going to happen. And- and so. I suppose, and I said slightly, yeah, I mean, to be positive, you know, a 2 till 2-2 result in L.A. on the road is not terrible. Although, yeah. as we get down the stretch here, it might look pretty bad, but maybe not as bad as last night. All right. So, after that one, we have St. Louis in town next Saturday night. Connor, are you going to that game? I will be at that game, yes. Nice. Um, be game. I will be, I'll be at uh, the game with my dad and uh, and stepmom, and I'm super excited because uh, it's uh, obviously St. Louis being a new team, uh, yes. and being uh, some real talent in the West. So I think uh, mm-hmm. I think it'll be an exciting game. Mm-hmm. Well, great. I'll uh, go first here. I think that uh, Minnesota versus St. Louis. I just don't see it. St. Louis's tops in the West right now. We play shitty at home. I'm going to say it's going to be a 2-0 loss to St. Louis on this one. Uh, Dave, what about you? 
go one one draw. All right, cool. Got at it. home, at Allianz. Uh, one no win. I've, I think uh, since we beat them in, in St. Louis, I know we are, we've been better on the road than we have been at home. I'm hoping this game was a wake-up call. This, this last game against Sporting Kansas City was a wake-up call for for the the team because this obviously was – this game impressed nobody. So um, so hopefully I'm, I'm hoping that they they get a little pep in their step and, and just and grind out the win. Come on. All right. David? Um, I, I think this is going to be ugly. Uh, you know, St. Louis, I think leads the league in goal score. They do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They do. Um, we've, I mean, we've had a pretty stingy defense. I wouldn't say it's terrible. So that's good, but, um, we've given up some. Bad results. I think three one loss. One Ooh. three, I guess. Jeez. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. Predictions for the next week of uh games here. Two games. Um I just want to mention that I myself will be missing three games when I'm in London at the beginning of October. Uh my hope is my hope. Depending on what you guys want to do, because it's all up to you guys, because you guys are in a different time zone. My hope is I will be doing this podcast the two weeks I am in London. First Sunday I'm there, and the next Sunday I'm there. So hopefully that happens. Because I'd love to have some, there are some London craft breweries I've looked into. I will be getting London craft brews. Um uh, I will be able to talk about going to potentially the West Ham game on uh I don't know. It's not the first Saturday and the second Saturday I'm there. I'm going to West Ham. Uh talk about that game. So that'll be happening. Of course, as uh happened uh last time I decided I wanted to go on vacation and it didn't happen, maybe I'll still be in town. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. But you're uh, leaving this coming weekend? No, next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. No, that this yeah, next weekend. Yes, yes. Next Saturday. Um five o'clock flight. It'd be fantastic. Looking forward to it. Um, so let's talk before we get into history. Connor, just want to mention, uh, of course, our band that puts together our um, intro music, which is Grand Holler. They have a couple things coming up. I just want to mention those two things. Uh, they are playing at the Munger Tavern this coming up Friday night, September twenty second, at uh, eight o'clock. They're also playing at Wusso's in Duluth on the 19th of October. It's an all-ages show. So those are the two things they got going on up in Duluth. I'll stop up and see them. I really wish they'd come down here a little bit further, but, of course, they're all from up there. So it'd be nice to go see them. But someday, someday I'll go see them. But once again, thanks to Grand Holler uh, for letting us do letting us use their music for our intro music. Uh, we really appreciate it. Connor, you got some Minnesota soccer history for us? Uh, yeah, I got a pretty exciting one this time. Um, it's mm-hmm. uh, September 16th, 2000. Uh, Man- Minnesota Thunder were playing the second leg of the A-League, of the A-League playoff round. Uh, I 
I believe it's the conference semifinal. Yeah, the conference semifinals. Uh, on September 13th, Minnesota had gone to Vancouver and lost 3-0. Um, they led in one goal in the 30th minute from Alfredo Valente and then two goals from John Sulentich uh, in the 69th and 90th minute. And Vancouver won that match 3-0. Wasn't they Vancouver Whitecaps? No, it was the Vancouver 86ers. 86ers, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, um, then fast forward to three days later, September, September 16th, 2000. Minnesota are at home. They are hosting Vancouver in the second leg. They're down 3-0 on aggregate. Uh, first off, in the 35th minute, Mike Gentile puts Minnesota up for, up 1-0. And then right at half, Chugger Adair. His name is Chugger Adair. As, and Chugger. by Chugger, I mean like exactly how you would think it was spelled. Oh, um, nice. Chugger Adair uh, put them up 2-0 right at the half in the 45th minute. So now we're done. So now it's three-two Vancouver, and nothing happens all the way up until the eighty-sixth minute, when Brian Winters equalizes on aggregate for Minnesota in the eighty-sixth minute. And as a rule, back in two thousand, as at full time, it ends three-three, and it goes to golden goal rules. Oh, four minutes, awesome. four minutes into mm-hmm. the golden goal period, Morgan Zeba scores the great game-winning goal, and the Minnesota Thunder move on to the conference finals. Nice, coming nice. back from three 0 down. The old so, golden goal, guys. Yeah, I, I the old golden goal. I kind of miss that, and honestly, I, I'm on the fence at, at which I prefer. You know what they do now with the the two 15 minute halves, but yeah, 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 you know, I think there's a there's some something to be said about golden goal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, I agree with that. Yeah. there's definitely pros and cons, I think. Uh, but I think I also think that's uh, that's also like you know, NFL games going to overtime, sure. and then the first person to score just wins, regardless mm-hmm. of whether the other team gets the ball, you know. Well, didn't but yeah. doesn't but it's different in soccer, the, so I mean, doesn't Anshel do that? Does yeah, NHL they have, they have the goal, they have the golden goal, and it, yeah, and yeah. that's why you know, any you know, with hockey and, and soccer, I, I think. It works a little better than say football, where a team is just given the ball, given a possession, you know, yeah. where you True. hold the ball a little more obviously than you would in, yeah. in hockey or soccer. But yeah, like I said, I'm on the fence. Yeah. Well, great, Connor. Thanks for that history lesson. Uh, before we get out of here, one funny story to talk about. I know you guys. I don't know if Dave heard this about this. I know the other two hadn't. The Great Wall of China, guys, uh, was damaged a couple weeks ago. Uh, hmm. two people have been arrested in northern China after allegedly damaging a section of China's iconic Great Wall by using an excavator to cut a huge gap in the ancient structure. So they cut through the Great Wall of China. Cut right through it. Unreal. The suspects, 33, 38-year-old man and 55-year-old woman, are construction workers who are allegedly trying to create a shortcut to save time going around the wall uh, so they could go to another construction site. So they basically stop, took stop. a big, they took a big paver or whatever, and just went right through the damn wall. They're like, "Fuck this shit! We're going through the wall. We don't want to spend any time going around the wall. We're going right through it." Oh, hey, you know, you know, props to them for trying to find efficiencies mm-hmm. in their job. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I mean, it <laughs> so may they, not be the best idea, but yeah, they, I mean, with any other wall, like Donald Trump's wall, that might have been a good idea, but uh, <laughs> the, like. This is the the Great Wall that actually works, you know. Well, 
the section they dug into, guys, dates back to the Ming Dynasty, which ruled for China over almost 300 years ago until the mid-1640s. Excavators were used to excavate the original gap in the ancient Great Wall into a large gap so that excavator could pass through the gap, which caused irreversible damage to the integrity of the Ming Great Wall and the safety of cultural relics, police said. Uh, yeah, so these people... Um, Decided that uh, they needed they needed they were construction workers. I understand construction workers because I work in that industry. Um, they wanted a shortcut, and they just cut through the Great Wall. And I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. I tell you the honest got truth, guys. I'm surprised nobody's done this before because they said uh, from stories of other stories I've read about this, they said they picked a spot in the Great Wall they thought nobody would see it. They thought like, nobody would give a shit, really. Just cut through the Great Wall. Nobody's going to care. Well, unfortunately, fortunately, somebody did, and they got arrested. So. I didn't hear about the, and I mean, that's believable, because I, I didn't hear about this particular story, but um, I saw, it was just, I think yesterday, I don't know, randomly, it must have popped up on my Twitter feed, X feed, or whatever. Um, off the top of your guys' head, do you know how roughly how long the Great Wall of China is, stretches? It's like, it's like hundreds of miles, isn't it? It's so oh, um, it is. It's more like you is Connor, it like 26, eight, 20, 26 850 miles? Way off. 13,000 miles. What? Wall. It's continued, that long? Continued on and off. You know, and, and it took over 2,000 years to, to build that total length. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they could, yeah, I couldn't believe it. So if you stretch it out into a straight line, I mean, think about that. That's like half the length mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, circumference of the world, but it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. crazy, crazy. Jeez. Well, they're wow. saying, yeah, I had no idea it was that long. Yeah, no, and I, I, I like I said, it just popped up yesterday in my Twitter feed, and I, I had to look like for I couldn't believe it myself. It's just unbelievable. But I have actually I've walked parts of that wall, so I mean, it's it's nuts, right? We have this this Great Wall of China, which was uh, to, to keep out the Mongolians, right? That was the whole reason why it was built. To keep out the Mongols from China, I think. Am I right about that? I believe. I believe so. Yep. You know my history correct? Khan out yeah, of that, that right? Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and it's still standing. Although they, they did in this article, they did say, guys, about 30% of China's Great Wall has disappeared as challenging climate conditions and reckless human activities, including stealing the bricks to build houses, mm. have eroded the structure. So people have been oh, stealing wow. bricks out the Great Wall to build houses. I mean, shit. Cool. I, I, I mean, they better be careful because the Mongolians will come back someday and China will yeah. just be in real trouble. There was a South Park episode involving that, Connor. Actually, <laughs> there was yeah. South Park. But uh, I, I just think it's like you got this Great Wall in China, which is one of the, what, seven wonders of the world? Is that yep. correct? I yep. think it's one of seven Yep. And you have to preserve it because it's history and it's a it's a great freaking thing. But it's so fucking long. Right. That how are you gonna preserve all of it? Yeah. You know, and, and they like, don't. And they I don't I, they don't. There's certain areas like yeah. the part that I visited was tremendously well prepared, you know, preserved, but obviously mm -hmm. the whole length of it, you know, can't be. I'm sure a lot of it's barely recognizable, I would think. So so my thought is, why don't you just like take a bunch of that wall away and keep the good parts kind of as a right. national treasure type of thing? And who cares about the other parts of it? I mean, I, 
the Ming Dynasty creating it, I get that's a big thing and all that stuff, but it's a wall. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a great yeah. wall, but it's people, I mean, people, yeah, people go to China to, to go walk it, you know. I mean, I went, I just wonder, you know, how just how many how many marathons could could be hosted on that thing at the same time, you know? Oh, it'd be like, fun. <gasps> could they do a it great be, wall marathon? A, challenging, a great wall challenging super one. Iron Man challenge. Yeah. Holy shit, Connor. <laughs> there's a new thing for you right there. Uh, Sweet. yeah, it's I'm glad my degree I'm in marketing sh- paid off. I'm I'm seriously again, guys. I'm shocked nobody's figured out how to break through it before this and just right. do a shortcut. I mean, I guess, but you know, that's great. Uh, Dave, you went in the Great Wall. What, did you feel? Did you feel some sort of connection yeah. to well, you know? You know, it, it was it was pretty cool. I the section I went was like about just over ten years ago now, but it was not far from Beijing. It was probably just a fifty minute drive up up north of Beijing, so it was kind of very convenient. And like I said, I, it was probably one of the most pop one of the most popular places to go to visit it because it was extremely well preserved. But what I was blown away by was how steep some of the sections are literally, you know, like you're climbing upstairs, steep, steep Mm -hmm. stairs in certain parts, because it's just, it's a, it's in a very mountainous region, at least where I was. So yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive. It it really is. So glad I got the chance to see it. Well, there you go, guys. That's a funny story for tonight. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, Dave, you're working tomorrow. I'm sure you're, uh, are you coming, are you coming back this week, Dave? Or are you- I should be. That's the plan. So hopefully I'm going to be coming back only to come back, coming back home to come what? back here. Yep. But hopefully the, uh, late, late this week, but then mm-hmm. probably mid next week have to come back out. So mm-hmm. I might, so. I might uh, be, I might have to do a recording from here if i'm not working again so we'll see what happens Good god man wow the traveling's Dave, catching up to me well, i've had a i've had a light year uh, as far as traveling for work goes but i think it's all going to catch up here in the next couple of months so that's what it looks like anyways well hopefully the game uh, next week will be a lot more exciting to talk about for for you to come yeah. on and, oh, yeah. and do it yeah well, and that's why I, yeah wednesday night i'm in you know eastern time zone like david and so wednesday night 10.30 might be a big issue for me because I might have to get up early or I might just 9 be 30 is a back, big issue for us. Or I might yeah. just be getting back from work and wanna it's just I have no idea what time of day I'll be working. So we'll see no, what happens. It's 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 terrible. And I I, I guess like I mentioned, guys, when I'm in London, I really can't watch the games in real time because they're gonna be on at like 1 30 in the morning my time. So yeah, it's gonna be a stretch. I'm trying to talk my youngest daughter into watching the games for me and then tell me about them, uh, but she refuses to do so. Even though she watches the games and we talk about them, she refuses to do it on the podcast. So she wouldn't do it for money. Um, she might, but honestly, I don't want to like you know get a whole thing going where she does things for money. I want her to do it for the love of the game, you know. You know this is. It's funny, David. This is the first year she's actually uh, asked me when games start. And I guess there's kids at school who've been telling her about, like, she'll talk about it at school, the Loons game. And they're telling her if, if teams are good or bad. Some kids, I guess, last week when they played New England, said New England sucked. And they were a terrible team. 
And she came home. She's like, does New England suck? I said, no, they're like one of the best teams in the East. She's like, well, these kids at school said they suck. I'm like, they don't know the fuck they're talking about. They have right. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so then they said, well, SKC to be was- fair, they've not always been good. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. But so they just forget. Yeah. yeah. But she wants to know like the score she watches in her room, you know, it's all that stuff. So yeah. maybe she'll take over for me on the podcast when I'm in London. There you go. No, probably not. No, she, she won't. <laughs> she won't. She won't. Um, so that said, guys, nothing else going on. Uh, for myself, Tony, for David, Dave, and Connor. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go loons. Go loons. Go loons.